Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, drummers. Welcome into another exciting episode of Drummer Daily. Today, I've got a special treat for you. Um, I recently published a video that talks a little bit more about, I think we had an episode fairly recently um, about uh, how to make your drum tracks have more feel by adding in percussion and loops and other elements. So I actually published a video recently where I walk through that process in real time. Um, and so I thought today on the show, I would share the audio from that video. So if you'd like to watch the video that goes along with this, you can just go to my YouTube channel. I think if you just search on YouTube for Daniel Hathaway, um, you can find it. Um, it's called How to Make Your Drum Recordings Groove More. Um, but anyway, uh, I'm going to play the audio for you now from that video, and I uh, hope you enjoy it. All right, we'll see you next time on Drummer Daily. Check out this uh, audio. Here we go. Hey, drummers, Daniel here, and today I want to show you a little experiment that I'd like to do. Um, it's not really an experiment because I've, I've done this a lot in the past, um, but what I mean is uh, I want to do something and I want to do it for you in real time so that you can see how it really will work. Um, and so I haven't really prepared a whole bunch for this and that's on purpose. Um, but what I want to talk to you about today is uh, the idea that um, if we can, when we're tracking drums, for, for, so in a recording situation, if we track drums, and uh, we intentionally leave maybe a little more space uh, rhythmically than we intend for it to end up. Um, what, we can, what we can do is, after we've tracked the drums, we can then do some other things after the fact that I'm gonna show you in a minute uh, to, to make the track feel better than it would maybe on its own if we had just tried to fill all that space in uh, with the drums we've got. Um, so basically what we're gonna do, and you can, you can do this along with me uh, at home if you'd like to, is um, all I've got set up is I I'm recording on my computer, which is kind of behind uh, where you're watching right now, um, but I've got all my tracks recording already and everything, and then I'm going to uh, have a click track uh, running as well. Uh, click track is important for this exercise. And so what we're going to do is I think I have the click tracks. Uh, I can't see. I think it's somewhere in the 80s. Uh, 86 maybe is what it's at. Um, I'm going to start the click track and uh, I'm going to kind of fool around for a little bit. But my, my, uh, my rule is uh, not too many ghost notes, not too many fills, um, and, and and just don't fill in too much space rhythmically. So I don't want to do too much 16th note type stuff. I want to keep it to eighths um, and want to leave some space. Uh, 
trusting that if I do this now, later on, I can, um, I can fill it in with some other things. And we're gonna do that in a minute. All right, so I'm gonna start the click track and I'm gonna play a short little pattern, maybe, maybe eight bars, 16 bars. Uh, and then we'll, uh, we'll jump over uh, to the computer to kind of finish up uh, what we're gonna do. So check it out. All right, so that's the pattern. And so now what I wanna do is, uh, we'll get, we're gonna magically transport ourselves over uh, to the computer, and I'm gonna show you some cool things we can do to fill this out and uh, make it sound pretty cool, hopefully. <laughs> All right, so I'm over here now at my computer, and um, I've done a few things uh, before I started recording this. Um, you'll notice on, on the computer, when you see the mix uh, window, I've got, uh, um, auto align, which is a plugin by Sound Radix that just helped with the phase of the drums. I always use that. So I've done that just to make sure that everything's in phase. And then I've also uh, used uh, some just some EQ and compression just to get the drums kind of close to what might be a finished product. And that's actually important. Uh, and we'll talk about why in a minute. Um, and so what we're going to do is we're going to do this two different ways. We're going to do the creative, uh, more experimental, and maybe even a little harder way. And then we're gonna do things uh, the shortcut, cheater, easy way. Um, but the reason why I'm gonna show you both is because um, I'm using Logic Pro for this, and I know that there might not be something that's just like uh, the tools I'm gonna use in Pro Tools or other uh, places. And so uh, the, the easy way is something that's unique to Logic. And so I don't want, if you don't use Logic, I don't want you to uh, not get any uh, help from this video. So I'm gonna do things the other way uh, first. All right, so let's jump into the computer. I'm gonna put my headphones on and uh, I'm gonna let you hear the track one more time, uh, just kind of as it is right now. All right, so here we are in the track. And like I said, here are all the different plugins I've got. A couple of different reverbs, just again, basic stuff. And I've got Sonarworks on my output um, because that helps me know that uh, what I'm doing is calibrated and sounds good. So um, that's kind of outside of what we're gonna talk about today though. Uh, maybe I'll do another video about that sometime. All right, so here is uh, the track as it is right now.
All right, so that's pretty much it. You'll notice the last channel, the one called VO here, is just, it's actually where I recorded the voiceover for when we were talking, uh, when I was back sitting at the drums. So that's what this extra channel is. I just doubled one of the overhead channels because um, I didn't have an, a voiceover mic dedicated to, to me. Uh, so I just doubled uh, that channel and then did a bunch of adjustments to it to make it loud enough uh, for my voice. Um, okay, so the big thing that we're gonna do here with this track is, uh, it's pretty solid as it is. There's nothing uh, too crazy, uh, but like I mentioned, playing with a click track is important because uh, you're gonna start filling in some space with some drum loops and things. Uh, so what I'm gonna do is I'm just going to uh, create a new track um, and we'll do a software instrument and let's see here. Uh, this is gonna be mostly percussion based, so um, Let's do ultra beat, that's a good one. And in fact, um, I'll do four tracks just to have some extra stuff to play with. Um, and I've got my MIDI keyboard right here. Some different sounds. And one thing I'm gonna let you know, um, in this video, I'm not gonna spend a bunch of time looking for the perfect sound. Uh, you definitely can do that, but I just want to conceptually um, show you some of the things that I might do uh, in this scenario, and uh, I don't want you to have to watch 30 minutes, an hour of me going through, clicking, and playing different samples. Uh, so I'm just gonna jump straight to the part that matters. Uh, so some of these sounds may not be the exact perfect sound for the situation, uh, but that's all good. All right, so, um, I like to use like some drum kits. I like to just have a bunch of sounds because like I said, I don't necessarily know what I'm looking for. Um, so I'm gonna pick like this uh, broken beat kit one here. Um, and let's just see what these sounds. Definitely don't want the, uh, don't need the synth sounds in here. We're not making a melody. Cool, and so I'm just gonna play the track and kind of mess around with some different patterns. The big thing that I'm going to do here though, and this is key, is I'm looking for the gaps um, with the rhythm that I left. Um, and what I don't want to do, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start filling in some of the tracks or filling in some of the gaps. But what I don't want to do is I don't want to fill in every 16th note with something. But I also am looking for some tones that are different than what's already represented in the drum track itself. Um, and so that comes back to me earlier when I mentioned that I kind of mixed this a little bit to kind of hear how it might sound at the end. That's because I want my ears to hear as far as low frequency, high frequency, mid-range frequencies, and different levels of attack, all that different stuff. I wanna kind of hear sonically what I'm working with so that when I pick a sound or picks a rhythm that I'm gonna to use to kind of counterbalance this drum track, I want it to uh, fit in sonically with what I've got going on. So having a basic idea of at least the, the sonic spectrum that the drum track is gonna fill up is important to, uh, to this. So um, yeah, I'm just gonna loop this and I'm just gonna kind of mess around with some sounds until I find something, uh, a pattern or a rhythm that kind of fills in uh, the space that I like.
Cool, so I think I like something kind of like that. So what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna kind of mess around. And there's no pressure, because this is all MIDI stuff. I can delete and mess around with anything that I don't like. Uh, but yeah, now I'm going to uh, try to uh, record this. Get my click track on. All right, so my first problem is I didn't have the right one record enabled. So let's try that again. That's the right one. All right, let's try that again. <laughs> Cool, so uh, you'll notice that that was really sloppy all over the place. Um, and also, I didn't really keep the same pattern all the way through, So, uh, but I did like a couple of bars there. So what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna go find uh, kind of the one bar that I really liked, and then I'm going to quantize it because I played this with a click. I wanna make sure everything fits in together. I think these last couple of bars were what I liked. I'm gonna listen and make sure. Yeah, definitely. All right, so. I like these last two bars. I'm gonna take those, I'm gonna select all, and then I'm gonna come over here and I'm going to quantize these to 16th note. Let's listen one more time, make sure it sounds right. Cool, all right, so I'm gonna go drag this back to the beginning. I'm going to loop this all the way through to the end. Now, one other thing you'll notice is that uh, I don't necessarily think that I want this to be out front in the mix, and I definitely don't want it to um, have necessarily so much sonic space filled up. There's a lot of uh, stuff there. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna EQ this a little bit, maybe distort it a little bit as well. Um, so I'm gonna loop this a little bit, and you'll kind of see some of the adjustments that I make as we go. First thing is I'm gonna do is I'm going to uh, EQ this a little bit. Cool, now also, um, I'll add some distortion, and one of my little fun tricks is I like to do, um, sometimes I like to put it through a guitar amp, because uh, the distortions on guitar amps are pretty darn cool. And so I'm gonna just gonna find a guitar amp here, I'm really gonna gain it up a lot. I might pick a preset that's uh, distorted or crunchy already. Um, let's just hear what this sounds like. Cool, I like that a lot, um, and uh, I'm just gonna roll with that for now. 
I distort it a little bit. And then one other thing that I like to do, and this is kind of a bonus tip uh, for this, is um, whenever you're mixing a track, drums, uh, music, anything else, uh, one little thing that I like to do is I like to have a couple of reverbs that everything goes into. I don't mean you don't send everything to reverb, but if you're gonna use reverb, uh, send everything to that same reverb. Um, uh, or maybe you have a couple different versions, but try to have as many things as you can in the same reverb because it makes it sound like it's in the same space. So I'm gonna send this drum track, this drum loop track that I, track that I just recorded, uh, I'm gonna send it to the reverb channel that I've got over here. Some other things are already going into that, some of the other drums. I'm gonna send some of this, uh, this distorted kit to it as well. So uh, here we go, you'll see uh, what it sounds like uh, let's see here, reverb, there we go. And I'm gonna start slowly easing that in until I find a spot that I like with this. Cool, and I think it's a little loud, this whole thing is, so I'm just gonna bring the whole thing down a good bit. Cool, and so that right there, I think that pretty much filled it out as much as I really wanted it to. I might use a few more tracks here and there for that, uh, but one thing to keep in mind is uh, the, the loudness, the mix that you might use for this, how, how much of this drum loop you actually use, is really gonna depend on what style of music it's working its way into and also what the final mix is. Um, so, you know, if this was a, you could use this in a rock song, you just might bring the level down really low, you know. You know, and then if you're using a, doing a more of a, a funky kind of song, you might have it louder. One other fun thing to do with this that I'll add real quick and then we'll move on to the second version of this is uh, adding a delay. Sometimes some fun delay is kind of cool. You have a 16th note or some other kind of like dotted note delay, even quarter note delay is pretty cool in this as well. So I'm gonna run this through a delay and just see what this sounds like. And now that's just the beginning of what could be done with this. All right, so um, that's one way to do it. Now I'm gonna show you the super, uh, super quick cheating kind of way. I'm gonna delete these extra tracks that I don't need. Uh, and so Logic has this thing built into it called Drummer. And Drummer normally is meant for people who are not like us, who are not drummers, who want to add drums to their tracks quick and easy. But what I've found is that uh, it's a really great way to add some extra stuff like what we just created, um, but uh, can give you some inspiration and some new ideas that you maybe wouldn't have thought of on your own. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna add a new track now, but I'm gonna choose a drummer track. Um, and the genre I'm gonna choose, I normally like to choose a genre that is not the same as what I'm recording in. Uh, for whatever reason, it seems like I get cooler stuff that way. So I'm gonna pick a hip hop uh, as the genre and uh, hit create. Now, what's gonna happen is it's going to create a new track. Um, I'm gonna drag it over here to where the actual 
music is, which is, where is it? It's way over here, yeah. So I'm gonna drag it over here to where everything else was. Um, let's sell this and listen to this drum, this uh, loop real quick. Cool, so uh, maybe a little too busy, especially with the low end stuff. So what I like to do is I like to take some, maybe some of the kick and the snare out. You can just pick different instruments you want included in this. Um, and also maybe have a few fewer fills. Um, you can see here there's a grid that says simple, complex, loud, and soft. So I kind of mess with that sometimes and it will change the pattern. So. That's pretty crazy. All right, let's see what that sounds like though. I'm gonna mute the other, uh, or I did. I'm gonna mute the other kit that we just created. Let's listen to this now uh, and see how this fits. It may not fit very well, let's just listen. All right, I don't necessarily like that. That's a little too much. Um, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pick a different beat preset. Let's listen to that. Cool, I'm gonna stretch this out to the next part of the song. Uh, it's kind of cool. Uh, I'm gonna add some extra percussion. You have different variations here on the sliders. You can pick different kind of patterns. I do like the fills in there. Now, one thing I don't like about this is that, uh, by the way, you can pick different drummers. Let's try, let's try one, more, one more drummer. I know it's gonna change some things. Let's just listen to what that sounds like. Ooh, I kinda like that. Ooh, yeah, I definitely like that. All right, so we're gonna keep that for now. Um, all right, so one thing though is that, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, I don't like that uh, it's taking up a lot of low end frequency uh, with this loop that the drums were already taken care of. So I'm gonna EQ out a little bit of that. Um, you'll see here too, some of these drummer tracks over here on the left-hand side, they actually have a good bit of other kind of effects and other things that um, uh, can mess with the sound. So I might turn a few of those on and kind of adjust those as well. Uh, but I am definitely going to EQ a little bit of this. You'll see they actually bump the low end. So I'm gonna listen, I'm gonna take some of that low end out, probably take some of the high end out as well and kind of keep the mid range where it's at. All right, cool, so that's. Good there, I'm gonna send this to some reverb as well. Oh, it's fat FX, what is that? Let's turn that on. 
that even doing? Not sure, let's turn that off. <laughs> oh, I didn't have it on. Yeah, I did have it on, I don't know what that is. Let's turn that off. Bit crusher can be cool sometimes. It can be kind of annoying too. A little bit is cool though, I like that. All right, now let's do something really crazy. Let's try both kits together at the same time. This might be too busy, probably will be too busy, uh, but let's try this uh, and see what this sounds like. I really like this, I think this is it. All right, so let's mute these two and just remember what it sounded like before all this. Sounded great, sounded fine, but man, we really added something special when we just added a couple of these tracks. So I hope that helps you a little bit uh, with your own, oh goodness, <laughs> helps you a little bit with your own pursuit of, uh, tr of creating drum tracks that are really special, um, but also have feel. Um, the hardest part about this is uh, genuinely with this video, I did not know what I was gonna do when I recorded the drums earlier. I just You just have to trust that you're gonna do something, come up with something down the road uh, that is really cool. I think a lot of times as drummers, uh, we feel the need, we have a vision for what we want the song or the drum part to sound like, and we think that it's up to us at the drum kit in one go to cover all of that. But uh, I, hopefully this will show a little bit of how you don't necessarily have to do everything all at once uh, with the drum kit. You can, you can use the tools you have available to you um, with technology to enhance what you're doing as a drummer. Uh, we're not replacing what we're doing on the drum kit, but we're merging, we're marrying the two different uh, tools we have, the real drums, the software, to create something that still sounds real and organic and alive. Um, it's not perfect, I didn't, you know, my drums aren't perfect, I didn't play that perfectly, um, but the, the combination of the two together uh, is something I think is pretty darn cool um, and I'm really happy with. So uh, I'd love to hear what you do as well. Um, if you share in the comments below, I'd love to see, uh, uh, share links or share what uh, you've done. I think that's how YouTube works. I don't even know anymore. Um, and if you're listening to the audio version of this, uh, I hope you enjoyed this as well. All right. Thanks for joining me today. And I'll put more videos like this out uh, really soon. Uh, this is Daniel Hadaway signing off. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.